Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Girls in Biz. If you're new here, my name is Molly. And my name is Georgia. And we made Girls in Biz just to talk about everything business related, just overall lifestyle related for us. And I, don't, I never know how to explain this podcast. Do you have anything else? It's a bit there? of everything. Yeah, it's a bit of everything. Run a business. It's like your little community. Yeah. So not alone. Cute little word, community. <laughs> um, in this week's episode, we're going to be talking about like building a personal brand online. So there's obviously some people out there, like if you're just more like a freelancer, then you might want to build more of a personal brand as well as like a professional one. Um, and like even like thing, people like, I don't know, PTs, things like that. You'll have a bit mm-hmm. of like a personal brand as well as people work with you one-on-one. Um, they'll want to know you more personally. So we're just going to be talking about that today. And this is kind of relevant, kind of not relevant, but me and Georgia did the 16 personalities test yesterday. And we actually ended up with the same personality thing I don't know if anyone's ever we are just the same person (laughs) yeah (laughs) I don't know if anyone's used this website before but we both got a protagonist personality it's like a trait what is that a personality type so I think like the actual name of the personality is the ENFJ is yours ENFJT yeah okay same so the T stands for turbulent unfortunately (laughs) I, I looked at what the team meant, so fantastic. So the app is calling me turbulent. I don't really get it because it says extroverted, intuitive, feeling, judging, assertive. But then I'm like, if it's ENFJ, what's the N? Intuitive. Are they trying to make it like N? I don't know. I have no idea. But anyway, I think like the main way it divides people is it tells you whether you are extroverted or introverted like that's like the first thing that you get and we are both apparently extroverted what percentage does yours say apparently i'm 61 percent extroverted one percent more than me oh it's a big amount okay they're not exactly the same then okay so yeah mine's 60 percent extroverted how is yours intuitive right yeah i'm 66 percent intuitive Okay, mine's 70%. So you get intuitive or observant. And then the next one is thinking or feeling. I got 70% feeling. I'm 52. Oh, you're much more feely than me. (laughs) I'm a massive empath. That's why I'm so empathetic. Yeah. It's, and that's then, a hard one because like thinking and feeling I think a lot but then I feel a lot so I don't really know that's probably why I'm quite like bang in the middle because you can't really I don't know I feel like they're kind of on the same wavelength to be fair I definitely go with like personal decisions rather than work decisions I definitely do base my decisions more off of like feeling rather than actually like thinking about it I think yeah I sort of do like even if something sounds right if it doesn't feel right I'll be like no it doesn't feel mm. right Trust yeah, you. and then the um, next one is yeah, judging or prospecting. I am fifty three percent judging. I'm sixty percent judging. I don't really know what this one means. Oh, I it says you're that. likely highly organized, decisive, and thorough. You value clarity and prefer planning to spontaneity. 
I do like planning. I love Wait, planning. so would I be more of a planner? Because I like... Oh, yeah, planning. All right, no, I'd say I'm more spontaneous. The test is incorrect. What percentage is yours? What Does yours say the same thing? If you hover over yeah, it. I think so. Highly organised, decisive and thorough. You value clarity and prefer planning to spontaneity. And then the next one is where Molly was offended. The next yeah, one is right. assertive or turbulent. We're both 61%, aren't we? Yeah, 61%. Both You're 61%. likely self-conscious, sensitive to stress. I mean, yes. Successful, but, perfectionist. Yeah, success-driven. We like that part. <laughs> yeah, that one's fine. And that eager part. to improve, that's fine. Sensitive to stress. I mean, a little bit offended, but yeah, I mean, it's true. <laughs> like, unfortunately... There's a lot of people that are like, very into these personality tests and they'll like base their whole life off of it i mean there's all different sorts of tests you can do as well i know a lot of people will do like human design tests have you done that one no i don't know what that is oh my god that's another one for us to do so you can i think it's i don't think it's questions i think it's let me look look it up i think it's based on your like birthday and stuff i might have got that wrong hold on <laughs> but it's basically like yeah hold on let me do mine let me see what it is basically you enter there's a website myhumandesign.com you enter your name your date of birth and then oh my god i need the hour i was born Oh my god. Um Yeah, you enter the time and the location. So it's basically the same as if you did like your star sign chart thing. And then you get like so you know like with the personality one, you get like a what was ours called? A protagonist. Protagonist. You get the same, you get like a name. So Mine is manifesting generator. Mm. And like everyone has a different one. And some people will like base their whole life on like the type of person they are. And there'll be like recommended ways for you to like do things. So my one says that I'm a multi-passionate person here to do and accomplish many diverse things. And it gives you loads of like other things as well. It's really interesting. So there's like all these different tests you can do, and they just give you a little guidance. It's a bit like different versions of like your star sign, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. okay. It's like um, all these things where you enter questions, and they're like, "You are this." <laughs> yeah, I I wouldn't base my life off of this. Like I know you said that some people do, and I'm like, I I don't know. Well, the thing I... is, it can change. Like, mine's changed because mine used to say I'm introverted and now it says I'm extroverted, so... Don't oh, yeah, I mean, if I had done this maybe, like, a few years ago, I probably would say yeah. introverted. But I mm-hmm. think once... I don't know, because we know a few people that got their own company and they're introverted. So mm. I just debunked my theory before I even said it. Um, <laughs> I was I was just going to say, I think, once you... Like, when you company, start a business. Yeah, and... Yeah. Um, to be honest, like just 
when I was in school, I was so painfully shy. Um, like I would hate answering the door, like if a delivery came or like I would never call up places and order a takeaway. Um, and then now it's like, I'm just that I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I just don't care anymore. Like I can easily like make conversation with people and stuff. So things change. But I think like doing something like this is in interesting because I feel like it's probably way easier. Obviously, we've said before that when you get on social media and you're promoting your company, um, whether it's building a personal brand or not, you need to get on, you need to show your face. And I think that that's a lot easier for extroverted people to do. Obviously, confidence comes into play as well. Yeah. But um, I think if you're extroverted, you're more likely to put yourself out there a bit more. I think it depends as well because I think you get some people who are introverted who can be sociable and can be very out there but for like a very short amount of time and then they have to like really come back into themselves which I feel like I am a bit like I can be extroverted for like a few hours and then I have to be like okay I'm done now I can't see anyone yeah but yeah I think maybe confidence comes into it more and like no I think it's got it's got to be a mix of both because I think you've got to have some kind of confidence to be extroverted anyway. Um, because you've, you've got, got to have a little thing in you that just doesn't care what people think. Like, yeah, if you are caught up in people's opinions and you're doing things thinking, what are they going to think? It's so much harder. Whereas I don't ever post something going, oh, what is that person or what are they going to think? Like, I just don't even have that in my head anymore yeah no to be honest I don't have that like at the start I think I've said this on the pod before like I will literally if I ever posted a video of my face I'd have such a heavy filter on because like, yeah. I was okay with going on but I was like I don't like how I look on video so mm. I would always put a really heavy filter on and I just think when you've got a filter on like on a video it just looks awful yeah, when it like cuts in and out when you move. Yeah. Or like you've got it's got like a bit of like nose contour on it and you can see it like if you move your head to the side, <laughs> you can see the nose contour go off. But do you know what? I blame Snapchat filters for that. I used yeah, to be an avid dog filter. They got like they got worse and worse, didn't they? Like they started fun. It was like the dog. Do you remember the one where it was like rainbow and you like opened your mouth and rainbow came yeah, out? Yeah, I remember that one. They started out fun and then they just got like stronger and stronger to the point where like, have you seen the ones on TikTok where they're really realistic and people take them off and you're like, oh my God, I thought you just looked like that. Like the bold glamour on TikTok, I think actually looks kind of realistic on some people. On some people it does, on other people it just doesn't work. Do I always see, um, do you know Paul Breach? Yeah. I always see him using that filter. Like whenever he comes up on my TikTok, it's him using that filter. And it's oh like, mate, God. you do not look like that. <laughs> Scary, man. Filters are a bit addictive because then when you start using them, that's how everyone sees you. Yeah. And then if you actually show your face, you're like, oh, I'm doing a coming out of my face, my real face. Yeah, I know. That's insane. Like even like if people were to see you in person, you always use heavy filters yeah that's awkward that one you're like who is that i would if that ever happened to me i'd be triggered (laughs) 
like genuinely but I don't use like filters and stuff like if I do like might be on my story but I don't remember the last time I did that but I wouldn't post on my Instagram grid like me with like a dog filter Mm. I do say to people though like one tip I have is like if you don't always feel that confident like when you do feel confident take loads of like selfies and like video clips and stuff and film loads of content that you can like keep using yeah so like if you well like say you want to post a story and you want it to like I'd recommend people to have like a photo of their face it's like one of the first ones you don't have to like be like looking and feeling good every day to do that on your story you can just like have a folder of selfies yeah pull one out no one knows it's from another day as long as you don't don't use like the same one every time just have like a few like whenever you feel good take a selfie and you can use it or like take a video of you when you're feeling good and you can use it and like the back of your reels or whatever you don't have to like be feeling confident the second you need to put content out like just use old stuff yeah I mean I use it on my personal account the other day I had an old gym photo the classic first trap just like a bum gym photo and <laughs> I took it in December I put it on my story the other day and people were like, are you at the gym? And I was like, no, I'm literally like rotting in my bed right now. But it's like, I was messaging my friend. I was like, do you know what? At some point, I'm so glad like how fake social media is. I find it so funny because like people think. Because you could just right reply now. and be like, yeah, I've been at the gym for two hours. And people. No, like, I was just honest, to be fair. People, but people could be like, oh, Molly's doing so great. And they just wouldn't know. Like, do you know what I mean? If they don't ask, they would just assume oh, she's at the gym. And that you just people just tend not to ask. But I was yeah. like, I just found the photo. I was like, I don't think I ever put it up. And I was like, I like this photo. So <laughs> it went up. And people just assumed I was at the gym at that given moment. So I'll take it. Social media is the highlights. Last um, month highlights. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so take a bunch of photos and like videos and whatever. I mean when you feel good. Yeah, when you feel good, like, I mean, for girls, like, obviously, I mean, I get triggered like, if my hair's not sitting right, like, if my makeup is looking patchy or whatever, or, like, if I, like, today, like, I don't feel like I look that great today, like, I'm spotty, I'm hormonal, um, <laughs> it's what the pill does to you, and, um... Oh, my God, we should like... do a whole episode about the pill. <laughs> uh, I, I haven't had it that bad, if I'm being honest. I do notice, like, I'm a lot more spotty. I know some people that have put on a lot of weight, so I'm just being really yeah, mindful of that and just, like, bearing in mind, like, if I say I do put on some weight, because I haven't changed my diet in any way, so it's probably from that. Yeah. But I haven't... I've been on the pill for a few months now, so I haven't noticed anything apart from spots. That's all right then. Um, as far as I'm aware, anyways. But um, but yeah. So, make bulk content. Like me right now, I'm not in the mood to make bulk content for like my social media. But like maybe tomorrow, for example, if I had like makeup on and stuff like that, and I was feeling a bit better, then yeah, I just film a bunch of stuff that day, and then it's just ready. Yeah. And you could, like, make a thing of it. Like, 
I've had times I've not done this in ages but I'd sometimes have like an afternoon or a morning or something where I would like do my makeup do my hair and then I would like plan out a load of reels I want to film mm-hmm. I wouldn't do too far ahead because otherwise you will like be filming trends and then you won't have time to like get them out in time and stuff but yeah. I'd get like a couple of different outfits so I'm not wearing the same thing in like every reel and then it's obvious they're batch created but I would just sit down and just get in the zone and just record a bulk of stuff in one go while my makeup's done and I feel good yeah. and I've got like good lighting as well yeah lighting is very important but don't ever save reels in your drafts because they get deleted I've done that before I've recorded loads of bulk stuff left it ready to go and then one day you go in there and they're all gone so don't do that I've only had it happen to me whenever I've gone to a different country but I don't know why it's just then I don't know if it's like when the app updates or something I don't know what it is but it must be something to do with it updating to be fair it just wipes it clean or sometimes it just crashes and logs you out and then you log back in and they're gone yeah, there's that as well. But yeah, I mean, that you can do like faceless reels. So just like faceless content anyway. But I mean, we're. I'm seeing people about... hating on the faceless reels. And I'm like, that's really sad because like some people are doing that because they're not confident. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate on them. Like it doesn't really faze me if I can see someone's like face in it or not. But if they've like shown their face at other points in their feed. Yeah. Then, yeah, but like, I mean. I think do a blend. Like I've seen people grow massive accounts and they never show their face. Like they're basically like anonymous accounts. But I think that's a lot harder to do. Yeah, massive. I don't exactly like recommend doing it, but it's they must possible. do some hardcore engagement. Yeah, but yeah, if you're trying to build a personal brand, then I would say you'd have to show your face more. Um. Yeah. Especially, like, I mean, I gave the PT example earlier. I think basically all of your reels should show you. Yeah, if your business is you, especially if it's, like, a service business where people are investing in you. Like, for example, with a personal trainer, they're literally paying to work with you. It's not like... I mean, it's a little bit different if they're going to be buying, for example, like, a recipe book or something like that where what they're buying is something you've made. They don't necessarily have to know you, but seeing you helps. Whereas if someone's buying like personal training sessions off you, they are literally paying for you. So they need to know like what your personality is, what your general vibe is. So they know that they are actually going to get on with you in person. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I could kind of compare it to obviously Social Cloud Digital's the my marketing company. So if that were it's just me, I'd show my face. But mm-hmm. I've got another company called Molly Mentoring, and that's more like more kind of a corporate vibe. So I wouldn't show my face as much on there. I would probably still put my face on there every now and then, so people can kind of like invest in me a little bit to kind of like feel like, especially if like the people. How do I even explain it? Because I'll be dealing with people that are, I'll be doing B2B when my clients on there will be doing B2C. Mm-hmm. So I put my face on there so the people that come to me know that it's me. And that I'm just a person, I'm not some kind of robot, I'm not a big corporate company just yet. Um, 
I think it's hard when you want yeah when you want to like show that you're more than one person as well you want to sometimes you don't want to overdo it like for me I don't always just want to be showing myself and having me everywhere like it's the same reason I don't have a photo of me as my profile photo because I don't want people coming to me thinking it's just me on my own when it's not yeah that's like the other side to it there's like trying to show yourself off and be like this is me but then I had the issue of being like how do I show that it's not just me especially when you work virtually with people you don't have like team photos and stuff to like post everywhere it's hard to get a balance yeah I I don't know I feel like we're going off the off track a little bit because I was about to start saying because like this year I'm going to be like kind of expanding the team a bit. I'm like, do I want to just stick with people that are local? So you can do like yeah, little things like, little things like Christmas days because they're fun. It's nice having everyone together. Yeah, but, I mean, you can always do like a virtual Christmas day. You can do virtual things, but it's just a bit different. Yeah, that's the thing. I've always been torn on that, but. <laughs> It's hard. Obviously, if you go, like, worldwide or UK-wide, you have a wider range of people Mm, to pick from. But I'm always tempted by having, like, a little local team. Yeah. I think I would be tempted, but whoever you find, you find. In the day. Um, But, yeah, went off track a little bit. I feel like I just started chatting shit a minute ago, so please just ignore that. Um, you, You can see where I was trying to get at, though. Um... But yeah, so back on to like personal branding. So obviously we said about showing your face. If you're not feeling so confident, then batch make your conf- fuck's sake. Batch make your content when you're feeling confident. Um and I don't just take inspiration from other people as well with how they're showing their face. And don't just hop on any trend as well. Like yeah. I know it's kind of tempting to and but if it doesn't relate to you or if you can't make it relate to you, then just don't don't jump on it because then you'll attract the wrong audience or or just be like mindful anyway, because I mean, don't jump on anything too controversial either. Yeah, don't avoid controversial stuff. And if, like for example, if you want to be like really professional and corporate, don't be doing like some like random silly trend. Yeah. I like, love like a fun little stupid trend, but I'm more for like the memes. I love the meme trends. Like yeah, I love the meme trends, up. but I have some clients who would like never dream of having them on their feet. They'd be like, no. I know, I hate it. I had a client that just like had a real do really well that was from a meme. And then it was kind of like playing with that. And then the client went, oh, I don't want to do the memes anymore. And it's like, oh. Like, but it's like the memes are always heart. your best performing post. Yeah, I know. Like, it's your Every best time. performing post. And you just, you're, you're bored of it. Like, it's not anything to do with your clients or the people that follow you. You're bored yeah. of it. And I'm like, oh. But, I mean, I've got to listen to my client at the end of the day, but it did pain me when they said that. Sometimes um, I'm just like, they'll be like, I don't want this. I'm like, this isn't about you. It's about what the audience wants, not what you want. You do, I think sometimes you do have to kind of like reiterate to them, like it's not, yeah, it's not for you. They're, they've got the final say in it, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like they do, obviously they're just going to pick content that they like and what they like 
the look of and whatever but they got to get out of the mindset and this is why I reiterate to my client as well like it's not necessarily about what you like it's what yeah like I had a client like. say can we not use any emojis and captions because I don't like emojis I'm like <laughs> it's not about whether you like emojis it's about whether p- other people like to read emojis not you <laughs> emojis just make it look prettier like I think I they make to explain so it. it makes like... it kind of clearer as well because you can use emojis yeah you can kind split of stuff up it. you can have arrows you can just yeah so much nicer and I'm like it's not about what you like and it sets the tone as well like yeah you could write something happy and things can still be read in the wrong way but if you put a happy emoji at the end that just confirms it's all happy happy. it's all good vibes you know I think I used to be against emojis when I was like 16 so it's like come on grow up like when I was 16 everyone was loving emojis especially like the old people Hmm. and I was like you know it's not for me and now I'm Maybe I'm Love old now. emoji. Maybe I'm old now. But yeah, the other thing I was going to say is like linking it back to personal branding. Part of that isn't just showing your face, but also like how you write and like all your copy as well. Mm. So if you can, I like the idea of like hyping how you talk. Like sometimes yeah, just like. what you want to say, just say it out loud or in your head and just type it as it comes to you so that you're literally writing how you would say it to someone and emojis come into that I think it's nice to have like emojis that are like yours that you always use and you're kind of known for or like in your brand colors or add a bit more personality to it rather than Mm. being too corporate vibes to be fair I try to do that but I think how I type and how I talk to people I message like is I'm kind of not blunt but like straight to the point Mm. it's like some people are like kind of like drag out the message a little bit and whatever and like not that it's like a bad thing at all but I feel like where I sound kind of blunt I then kind of try and add like really nice words like lovely and like (laughs) and then I add the emojis I'm like this isn't completely me but if I was like to be a little bit more exaggerated this is me (laughs) because I think I'm just very like I'm a very like chilled person so like I don't I'm not very, what's the word, like extravagant is what like some people would kind yeah. of like make their captions out to be. Yeah. But I got told by uh, my, what was it that I went to the other day? Orosoma. I tried out Orosoma the other day, guys. Um, You can Google it because I don't know how to explain it. Um, And the woman there was like, you've got a very calm, chilled energy. And I was like, Thank you. I think I do too. (laughs) I don't think there's anything about me that's stressful. People's vibes do come off in their content though. Sometimes Mm. I wrote about a post about this the other day. I was like, some people's content just makes you feel stressed. What kind of content do you think that is though? I find it's usually the content that's like, I do this and you should be doing this and like, I'm so great. Like, it's always the posts that are like, mm. I don't know. I saw this post the other day and it was like, I'm a top 0.1% earner in the UK and like all my clients are as well. And like, I don't That's know. That's just an ick for me. I think people. It's just like, you should be doing this. Like, they're like, you're not making enough money because you don't do this. Or like, especially when it's like, like, if you're not investing 
money and a coach like how do you expect to reach your goals like it's always like a negative spin on it they really pressurize you to they base i just know i find a lot of people like word their content to say if you're not investing in a business coach you're going to fail and i'm like if i'm going to invest in a business coach it's going to be because like i'm deciding like oh that would be nice not because mm. i feel like i'm going to fail if i don't do it i don't know people are so negative and they make you feel like you have to spend the money because you're going to fail if you don't yeah i think anyone to be fair going off of that like any one that makes it sound negative like they could so rather than saying um oh my god my throat <laughs> um just turned into a man for a second jeez um oh my god i've lost my train of thought 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 oh my god what's going on i'm scared um right rather than putting something like you're gonna fail if you're not doing this be like you can improve your results if you do this simple thing or whatever yeah literally spin it instead of being like you won't make you won't get another client if you don't do this be like you can get a client if you do this I was talking to someone about this earlier and we were basically saying this girl that I follow Zoe she put up a story saying that she doesn't listen to um diary of a CEO anymore because everything is very negative so she was saying like all of the um titles are like you're gonna die if you don't do this thing or like this one thing will like ruin your sleep like everything's very negative and all of the thumbnails as well like all the photos on youtube are always like a really serious face like the person who's the guest they're always looking really like someone's gonna die um, and I read his book the other day and he said that they tested all of the like titles and thumbnails and everything. Um, and they said like the negative ones do so much better. And I messaged her and I was like, oh, he says in his book, like the negative ones do better. And she was like, oh, yeah, I did hear that. But then we were basically having a conversation saying that people were like doing what's good for the data but not what's good for people so people are like posting something because like oh I'm gonna talk like really negatively because like it gets more clicks but they're not thinking about how they're making people feel yeah no they definitely play with emotions don't they but I do think you have to play with emotions to get the sales and I think yeah um I was going to say something a minute ago and I've actually completely forgot. But, yeah, I do get what you mean. Like, when you do listen to his podcast, it's all very, like, serious. I mean, I'll have a laugh every now and then. But, like, just that's just what his podcast is, though. It's just serious. Yeah. Talk and, like, he's got serious, like, formal people on and whatever. I mean, I'm sure he hasn't always got formal people on. But, like, the ones that I've, like, listened to, it's always been very formal. And that that's just his structure. That's just the way that he works I guess and what does well for him and like you know what fair play but like I think where I've said this before again like I work with a lot of beauty clients we never like to trigger people's insecurities yeah so it wouldn't be like oh do you think you've got thin lips (laughs) it'll be like you can add more volume like wouldn't even point out the fact that that's even an insecurity you just be like, you can add volume to your lips, you can add hydration to your lips by having lip filler and like other procedures and whatever. So I I personally like to just avoid triggering insecurities. And I think 
with his titles and stuff where they're negative they do like trigger people and they're like oh but they listen anyway because people prefer to put themselves in that negative mindset like it's so difficult it's so easy mm-hmm. to say I can't do something rather than say oh, I haven't done that yet because you just automatically yeah. go I can't but really it's like I haven't done that yet it's interesting though because like a while ago I read studies that said the opposite but it was more in terms of like buying stuff so it was saying like people are more likely to buy something if instead of you saying like don't buy that product because like that product like kills the turtles or whatever Mm. get this you should like say the positive thing you should be like buy this because like it helps save the turtles whatever instead of saying like don't do this because this is doing this bad thing you should always say like the good thing that they're doing rather than the bad thing that they don't want to do yeah i think just avoid like saying anything bad about anything just only point out the good because i mean even like back to the social media posts like of like oh you're gonna fail i don't want to open my instagram and immediately be attacked because, yeah, I might click it, but then I think, well, I don't want to buy your thing because you're really negative. <laughs> I don't want that negative energy, babes, you know? So, yeah, maybe that can be an that's answer for 2024. That. Negative Instagram posts. Get I was thinking there. our next episode should be ins and outs because everyone's yeah. doing ins and outs and we should just... Everyone is doing ins and we outs. We should jump on the train seeing as every single person ever is doing it. I mean, we might be a couple of weeks late. But um, yeah, by the time it goes out, <laughs> by the time that it's out, and I mean, we're recording this like, what is this, the second week of 2024? Yeah, so this probably won't go out until like the end of January. Like February, yeah. February. <laughs> um, so I mean, we'll be late to the train, but maybe we'll do it. Um, it'll be fine, it'll be less saturated because everyone will be <laughs> done with that. Everyone will be bored of it by then. <laughs> and then we'll pop back up and you'll be like, oh, ins and outs again. <laughs> yeah um yeah that's definitely an out any negative vibe posts so don't out be that person like again if i'm gonna use pt as an example don't be like oh are you fat yeah don't be like are you feeling fat after christmas yeah don't do it yeah you don't wanna start triggering people i mean it gets the sales don't get me wrong but morally like if we're gonna go down like like ethics and morals kind of <laughs> that kind of route, um, which funnily enough, in marketing when when I learnt marketing, that's a big part of the marketing course that I did, ethics. Mm. So you just want to stick with your morals with it, like don't. don't because be also you think, do you want to attract people to work with you who are like empowered and want good or do you want to attract the people that are feeling really negative and like rubbish exactly yes georgia ha. now on the head of that one <laughs> um yeah you want to attract those kind of people you want to attract like the good people you don't want to attract negative yeah. people that are then going to cause you trouble down the line because they're negative yeah because like for example with like if you're in marketing if you're posting content saying like are all of your posts like failing like is nothing doing well for you you're going to attract people who aren't doing very well who maybe don't have a very big business nothing's really growing for them and then you're going to attract like really low budget people who just don't have any growth going for them whereas if you like reframe it and you say like 
do you want to like double your current reach that sort of phrase might get someone who's already like doing stuff they're reaching well they're getting sales but they want to grow it further so like tiny little things like that and how you talk literally determine who comes to you yeah literally so just be more mindful about the way that you speak um I'm just trying to think of anything else we can help with building a personal brand I mean me and Georgia are both kind of going down that route of like trying to build a personal brand alongside of like a professional Mm. brand um and we've both kind of gone on TikTok for that I feel like I've not done that much TikTok but I'm I haven't done playing with it yeah I've kind of like played with it I've dabbled in it I haven't I don't really post much marketing stuff on TikTok as such but I'm more Mm. putting like more personal stuff on there like oh like what I do in my day and like oh come to France with me like as if that's like a normal day for me again social media is fake as anything came back from Spain at eight o'clock at night had to then unpack then repack for France to go like six o'clock the next morning that's not a normal day for me (laughs) um but I'm like posting it as if I do it like every other week um so like things like that and I mean my TikTok's just a fan account for my dog really um occasionally I'll jump on some like trends where it's like I'm just trying to think of something where it's like slipping through my fingers all the time sorry guys um (laughs) that was really bad but you know that trend um and it'll be like a photo of you as a kid and then you now yeah kind of first trappy but I don't know I think it's kind of cute it's a cute trend I like stuff like that because they're so easy I'm like I'm just gonna post it maybe one day it'll go viral yeah. maybe one day but for now it's just gonna have the like now it's just 10 got views. 500 views <laughs> um but yeah so i mean we're like we're dabbling in like personal. it depends on the platform as well like i find with something like linkedin you're LinkedIn, better posting you so much shit on now yeah it could be like um i went to the shop earlier and i had a what I picked up some chocolate. I've always liked chocolate. And it just gives me so much endorphins because of how much I like it. And then it just powers me through my day because I've woken up, I've had something I like for food and it's given me the energy and happiness to get through my day. So this is your sign to go buy some chocolate. You could put that. You know, it would be really funny as if you posted that as an experiment and just see. I'm absolutely not doing that. I'm not doing that. See if it plays up. I've got way too many from school that have me on LinkedIn. If they go on there and they see that I'm posting shit like that now, that is a time where I will care about what people think. The day that I start posting on LinkedIn and I'm posting things like that to try and be an inspirational LinkedIn person. No. But yeah, like to be honest, on most platforms, people are always gonna like watch more, interact more if it's a personal account rather than a business account. Not I even think like a business account. Personal brands you... matter. Yeah, more than business. If you post from your business page, it usually doesn't do well. You're better yeah. building up a personal page and then inviting people over and being like, by the way. Yeah. I used to when I used to be employed I used to always like reshare whatever I posted on the company page I'd be like the first person to like it and sometimes I comment on it but I mean I've worked with Vans 
what the fuck am I going to say about Vans and my personal <laughs> that like everyone from my school is going to see but like if I got my LinkedIn now I've just got the complete wrong audience like if I want to post about marketing yeah but the thing is with marketing is it's like usually if you're a business you need marketing so like whoever you've got could be the right person yeah no I do want to be on LinkedIn more but I don't know LinkedIn's a crazy place it is it feels like it's the same like five people who just yeah I just see the same like five people in there and like don't get me wrong like I enjoy what they post and whatever but I'm not on that level they're like LinkedIn famous people like well they'll have like crazy stories and I'm like well I can't tell that story I'll be like, what? I was looking up something the other day and I can't think of what it was. So I might be exposing myself a little bit, but it's like something I would not expect to see on LinkedIn at all. Like, I'll be honest, I think it was like something that was like sexual related. I don't know why I was Googling it and I can't remember what it was, but I was like, why is there a LinkedIn article on this? Article? Because I Googled it and it came out of a LinkedIn thing. I was like, why on earth is that on LinkedIn? <laughs> I don't know what I was searching, and even if I did know, I probably wouldn't say on <laughs> I don't think it was anything too bad, but I know it was that kind of LinkedIn's quite thing. spammy as well. There's a lot of people who just, like, add you and, and they messages. don't even have a profile picture, and they message you, and I'm just like, no. I've had people uh, slide in my DMs from LinkedIn before. That is yeah. the correct way of using it. And them. I'm like, this isn't the place for this that. This really isn't the place. So I got here's my number. Mm. Don't know, babe. Don't know about that one. Um, but yeah. Anyway, back to personal branding. I'd say also just random thought. Mm. A big part of it, I think, is like this sounds so cliche, but like being yourself. (laughs) That's simply the most like overused thing. Just be yourself, unless you're a bitch then don't be yourself. <laughs> it's really overused. But what I mean by that is, like, show the little bits of you that you don't feel, like, a businessy. Like, mm. people will connect and talk to you most about the things that are least related to business. So don't feel like all you ever have to post is, like, oh, this is my work set up. Like, this is my work routine for the day. This is, like, what I'm doing for my client. Like, those are the things that people will probably reply to the least like you want to post them but they're not going to be what gets you like the engagement and the interactions so the stuff that people honestly reply the most to is like oh by the way guys here's my dog or like here's what I made for lunch here's my holiday I've just but like people love all the personal stuff that what you made for lunch the other day by the way it looked unreal I can't remember what it was what was it what, what did you make for lunch last week? Do you remember? Was it like a curry thing? Red lentil curry. That looked unreal. Yeah, I'm making that again. Some meal planning. Um, I go through phases where I feel really inspired to like meal prep. I haven't had this in like four years, so I don't know why I'm saying I go through phases. Um, but like meal prep and like whatever. The one time well it's like a phase like I got really into cooking like dinners and stuff was when I was like using gusto and like hello fresh yeah because it just encourages you to try different things and like you'll you'll you make it from scratch as well 
and I don't know I quite like that and you're learning how to make things like I learned how to make a katsu curry I made a katsu curry like four years ago and it did not taste like katsu curry so I don't think I did it very right um, I don't like I katsu it... curry sauce no I really like it I like um, the actual like katsu breadcrumb but I don't like curry sauce I oh, know I do like a curry sauce. I really like a curry. I'm not I like a curry, but spice. not like you know, like just like curry sauce. I like curries, but not. I'm not gonna lie, my mouth is watering just thinking about it. But yeah, I've not been meal prepping, but I've been meal planning. So I've got a whiteboard, and it literally has breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day planned up. Love it. And it's great. I'm not like that at all. Breakfast I had French toast this morning. Nice. What's French toast? <laughs> It's like, it's like toast where it's like fried. I think it's usually in like a kind of like egg kind of mixture, almost like pancakey. Oh. Obviously, oh, okay. I made it with an egg. So it was mm. basically bread fried in, you fry it in butter, but you coat it in a mixture of flour, milk, cinnamon, vanilla, and a bit of turmeric. And then you like sift icing and sugar over it and some cinnamon. Uh, it's amazing. Nice. That did remind me, actually. I had a friend. I stayed over at her house once, and her family are from, like, Netherlands. Mm. And there's, like, a thing. I could be completely, like, please take this a pinch of salt because I can't remember exactly what it was. I don't know what it was called, but I swear that they put, like, sprinkles and shit on toast. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that. And it, I think it's, like, a thing from, like, Netherlands. But like I don't know what it's called. Like little stars and stuff. It's just like sprinkles, like they put sweet stuff on toast. But please take that other pinch of salt because I can't remember if it was actually toast. <laughs> it's making me think of like a pop tart. I think pop tarts are overrated. Mm. Don't know had that's one yet. Sure. But I don't think they're vegan. I don't know how we got onto pop tarts. Um. So, personal brands. So, what we've said so far as a recap. So we've said about, I can't remember. Georgia, you do it. We have said about showing up, being confident, different platforms, LinkedIn, TikTok, showing up as yourself, showing your personality. Um, I think there's something else. Yeah, being yourself, obviously, if you're a bitch, don't be yourself, be someone else. I feel like it's something that I said, but I forget everything that I say. It's fine. People will listen. People will listen. Yeah. They'll be fine. <laughs> I feel like everything we've said is kind of like common knowledge, but I think you have to spell It's it a good starting point. If people want more, we can do like a more in-depth one. But I feel like if you don't really know much about showing like yourself online. Being mindful. You've got to be mindful about what you post. That's it. Yeah. In what way, though, would you say? trends just like anything that's controversial unless your whole you want your whole brand to be about being controversial like if you want to be like yeah sometimes it can be really good for like yeah the more generating loads of engagement like it's more likely because bad stuff spreads faster than good stuff Mm. that's just the way things work so that's why Andrew Tate got so big because of how controversial his opinions are. But not in a good way. And obviously through that, I mean, he gets support, but he also gets a lot of hate. 
So if you are going to go down like the controversial type route, then obviously be prepared yeah. to have people that will like want to fight you. So yeah, controversial opinions can be good for like gathering engagement, but I'd say they need to be controversial in the right ways. Like I saw this girl do a post the other day and she was saying like, if something along the lines of like, it's much more of an achievement to be like running a business and hitting like xyz milestone as a mum to like these boys and like managing it around their lifestyle than being a business owner who's like working while traveling around the world and then she had all these people commenting being like no it's really tough being a business owner while traveling and like living in Bali and stuff and it was like a big divide between like the mums the business owner mums and the travel business owners and I was just like oh my god I mean, for starters, with that debate anyway, it's hard being a business owner as a whole. Yeah, being a mum, you've got to, like, juggle it with having kids and stuff. And obviously we had Kaylee on. And, like, Kaylee's story is, like, really, like, inspiring the fact that she went back to work after just a few days of giving birth. Like, what the fuck? And, um, yeah, but I think with travelling, like... I mean, whenever I've gone on holiday, I do kind of try and carry on work because it is just me. And it is it's difficult, but at the same time, I can see the argument because like you're still out there like trying to live your be- best life. Like there's some people that are just at home, just trying to work. But I think yeah. either way, it's still an achievement if you manage to get through year one of your business and you're still going. If you manage to get through year two of your business and you're still going, like each year is an achievement. Just focus on that. Stop trying to attack other people. You know yeah like yeah that's it don't attack people people want to empower live their life people in different ways like you've you've chosen to go and travel and work like don't complain about that like you can just come home and work yeah but it's like also don't complain because like you're a mum don't be like it's so hard being a mum like that's fine but don't compare it don't be like you're not working as hard because you're not a mum do you know what I mean yeah I mean the mums that were debating that I would hope chose to be a mum so yeah exactly either way you've chosen like I've chosen to work from home (laughs) like I'm I'm not complaining so I like I like working from home I like being by myself that's how as well we're like don't be controversial and then we'll do episodes that are like these are our controversial opinions. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, we, we've done, like, episodes where we talk about controversial opinions. I don't think they were that controversial. I, I just remember going into that episode, like, thinking, I think I even also, said, yeah, I want to be controversial today. Yeah, also, there's, like, controversial, and then there's just, like, going out offending people. Yeah, yeah, to be fair, there's being controversial, and then there's actually being an Controversial is, like, I love Marmite, where it's, like, offending people is like you're stupid if you like marmite or something like that yeah controversial is like your opinion and then i'd say like just being rude is like telling someone they are something for their opinion yeah i mean i would recommend people just to avoid controversialness because you just don't want the backlash from it um so anyways i'm just trying to think if there's anything else like like you said earlier like we've built like a good base yeah, yeah, I think this is a good baseline. Sometimes, I don't know, I feel like if you're really into building your personal brand and you've done a lot, it might feel quite basic. But again, if you've not done a lot, or you don't 
Mm. I think this is more for people that are thinking about it and like they don't know where to begin so it's literally as soon as you start putting your face out there more you're building a person like a bit of a personal brand and then the more you start posting on your personal stuff you're I mean and I think everyone's got a personal brand anyway just from posting on social media but it's just what you do with that yeah just make sure you're like intertwining yourself into it like it's just your reminder like if you're posting stories and they're constantly just like colored slides remember to actually show your face in there because like just remember that people don't know who you are unless you show up like when you're posting you're like oh I know who I am I know I'm posting this but no one else knows who you are yeah exactly and yeah when you're like freelancer and things like that you do want to show your personality you want to show who you are because people will buy based off of who you are and if they like you it'd be a judgment yeah so be prepared to be judged so yeah I kind of put a little bit of a daunting twist on that so sorry (laughs) um anyways anyways I think that kind of rounds up today's episode so I hope you kind of enjoyed listening to us chat shit most of it um (laughs) but we will see you next week in the next episode but before we go I was about to finish it but before we go Make sure you follow us on whatever platform that you're listening to us on and you rate us. Um, so we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on YouTube. Are we on anything else? Not at the moment, but if you are listening and you want us somewhere else, let us know and I will add it. Perfect. And then obviously we're on social media, we're on Instagram. Um, I can't remember what Instagram that is. Girls in biz underscore. There it is. Um, so you can follow us on there um, and we post stories that you can interact with and like sometimes we ask questions and you might be featured so go ahead and follow us but I think that is everything so yeah we will see you in the next episode bye, bye.